Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Charlotte Mensa is amazing. She's like a hair guru. She's not a hairdresser. And she's sort of always been there, but I didn't know of her great work for the law just until five years ago. Do you know what she does? She changes the language and the approach to the black hair industry and the way black women look at their hair. And the rest of the world looks at black women and their and hair. And beauty. And beauty. It's like... I don't think you understand how fundamental repositioning is because this is an industry that is worth billions, billions of pounds, but it has been positioned since incarnation, the black British beauty industry, in a sort of um, unorganised, unsophisticated... Well, it's never been really um, controlled or the narrative by black by women, us. black people. Yes. So Charlotte is absolutely instrumental in changing the entire structure of the black British beauty industry. She's like the cornerstone, essentially. And she has helped women to understand and liberate their beauty. I have long plaits and my mum has... um, No hair. No hair, a barlet. And (laughs) it's still important to both of us, black beauty. Yeah. When it comes to your hair, as a black woman and a mixed race girl, it's just like one of the first conversations you start having with yourself. So most women of colour, in my experience, have been twisting and turning yes. and bending and tweaking and pulling themselves, trying to desperately become this thing that we would never be. And in only in the last 10, 15 years has that started to change in terms of an intrinsic, basic gut, heart feeling. And it's a very beautiful thing to witness because it's not just hair, it's heart. Somebody today said to me, how would I describe you? And I described you (laughs) and I thought about it, I thought, I feel like you're a hair liberation artist. (laughs) That's how I would describe you because it's more than hairdressing. Mm -hmm. This is about heart, hair, body, soul, mind. And, you know, to me, you're like our foundation stone. You're like our touchstone for black British beauty. Because, Mm. you know, when I grew up, there wasn't a black British beauty industry. There wasn't a black British beauty aesthetic in the way that there is now. Mm. And the work that you've done to build that ladder for us, that building, that 
church for us is oh. invaluable. It's like, yeah. it's, it's so powerful, Charlotte. Oh. It, and so th- I just want to say thank you. Honestly, I feel so emotional because the actual salon a hundred years ago used to be a chapel. No. Yeah, so when you said church, I'm like, wow. Where we are, the particular salon, um, used to be, I think the nuns lived upstairs and the actual part that we're working in was a a chapel where they prayed. And that's why people come there and they're like, oh my God, I feel so relaxed. It's it's more than a salon, isn't it? It's more than, yeah. Let's give you some food. So so I tell you what we've made, we've made, Planting waffles. Oh, that looks amazing. And fried chicken with an orange and ginger syrup and also a chicken gravy. Mm. And then there's pickled okra and a black cumin seed and a sweetheart cabbage slaw, like limey slaw. I'm going to go in. I think I'm going to have a piece of right here. Born in London and then three months go in the mm-hmm. Moses basket to Ghana to be raised by your grandparents. That's a lot. I didn't know any of that. Do you so know that what? was what you knew? Because I think my parents had got here like around 62. Between, I think my dad would came first. So maybe my mum would have joined in 66. And I think they lived in one room in Maidaville. Oh, yeah. My mum said that it was just so hard. Mm-hmm. So she's already got like... I'm the sixth child, so she's already left five in Ghana. Right, goodness. And then there's her and my dad working around the clock. By the way, my dad used to be a musician, so he was like literally just couldn't believe how hard this country was because he survived just playing music and is living at home in Ghana. Everything was fine and affordable. They get here, they have to pay for everything. Whole different story. Plus, look after all the kids back home, plus their siblings. So they've got you to be have making to send that money every oh month. My goodness. Yeah. Working round the clock, round the clock. And um, my mum just said, also, the neighbours, they kept complaining that I was crying too much. Oh. And I think they kept complaining, complaining. My mum just started was too getting much. depressed. So was the plan was maybe to have you here and then it just became to have you grow up here. And it just yeah, too but I think there was another option where a lot of the parents that they knew like West African, Nigerians and Ghanaian, they were taking their kids to out of London for foster care. I know about this. Yeah, I know that about was this. deep. So my mum just thought, do you know what? There's no way I can just have my, I can't live in London and have my child in like Birmingham or no. yes, that's Gloucestershire different. or something totally for weird. months. And then I only see them every three months. Mm. That's what people were doing. So so they decided that you were going to go. So they decided that the best option would be to go back to Accra. And actually, it was the best thing because growing up in Ghana was so different when I compare it to my kids growing up in in Love of Rome. What was it? Sounds like there was a lot of you. There was, because my grandmother had... Um, eight children. Right. And my mum was the first to leave. And all of them were married with kids. Wow. So it was like... It's like seven different families living together in the house. Sibling like, on sibling. Yeah. A heap of people. A heap of people. So, <laughs> so it was like, it was a vibe. It was like very orderly though, because she was this prayerful woman. You know, when I watch you guys on the... The Caribbean documentary. That documentary, listen, in the salon was like a thing. Everyone. It was amazing. Everyone oh. would come and they would have it on their phone. Oh my God, yeah. this oh is so... Oh my goodness. It was such an inspiring... Like the way you did it as well, and there's such... The love between you and your daughters, honestly, oh. is so infectious. Like people come and say, I wish I could be like that with my daughter. But I'm like, we need to go to Andy's school to teach us. No, no. No, no. 
Angie's School of Parenting. Yeah. That yes. would be amazing, actually. That, that really but, would. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it was very... No, thank you, Charlotte. That means so much. And yeah. I, I really felt it that week when I came it in. It was deep. It was beautiful. I felt like hit by all that love. And again, it's like because of the way your salon is and the way people yeah. come in, it's like community, mm. church, religion, Everything. Just, yeah. You know, like, because everyone had been in that lockdown and yeah. all of that loneliness and just seeing the two of you on the road and and even the people that you were speaking to the communities there there was that connection and I think that's what's lost in this society so watching that gave people a bit of power like I can get myself back you know I don't have to fall into this depression I think a lot of the clients that were coming in were quite depressed so how was that for you? So because your business you've had for a really long time now. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I don't want to get this wrong, but was it ninety nine where you got the place in Kilburn yeah. or ninety nine oh Portobello? Oh you guys are so good. <laughs> um, ninety nine was in Kilburn. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I was also really interesting because you're just always around West, all different yeah. parts of West. And that's I what think, I know. Yeah. So what happened was all that primary years in Ghana was amazing. Grandma had a big clay oven. She would bake all the breads, oh. made cakes, biscuits. She oh. had a big, it's, it's like this lovely house right now. It's like big garden in the front, bigger one at the back. Yeah. Wow. So she, she rare all her chicks, like all the chickens. Like everything was so self-sufficient. We never bought anything. Right. She made everything. She grew everything. We ate from the garden. It was so what idyllic. Woman? She sounds extremely. Oh, she was such a power. Yeah. Such a powerful woman. Mary. And she named my mother Love. So that was her daughter, like she doted on because all the first two kids were boys. And my mum was like the warrior. She was so strong. She was just like no nonsense. I mean, she died at 42, but had eight kids. Wow. Like you could see in her stance, like just no. Yeah, come on, love. Just come. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So grandma was very like, she was a wonder woman, but also very orderly as well. Like you couldn't Mm. mess around. There was a lot of us, loads of cousins. It's the only way she could be in that, I suppose. And then my grandfather on on the other hand was the businessman who was running a brewery. But because the way Ghana was at that time, it was still developing in certain areas. So we were the only family in that area. So everywhere else would be like loads of bushes. Then gradually people started coming to the area. So so it was developing. It was developing. That's why it was a big novelty when I turned up in the Moses basket. I was like, what? Who's this in the church? Jesus has arrived. Jesus is finally here. (laughs) So it was very much like... um, a big thing, you know, yeah. so people knew about me. They were coming, where's that girl that came in a basket? Where's that chubby girl that always had these chubby cheeks? And, and my um, my granddad was also very proud. Like he wanted everyone to, oh, this child came from London. Have you been there before Britain? You know how they yeah, were when yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he was very proud and he took me everywhere. The interview that I saw, someone said, the lady said, um, were you the only black person in your class? And you went, no, and I knew you wouldn't have been. It's that, mm-hmm. it was that difference that I know, and I don't yeah. know, mum, It's different for me because I grew up in Suffolk. Right. Okay. So what, so London, how old were you? When I arrived from Accra, I was 11, and I was like shocked at everyone because I was like, they walk too far, they don't smile. Yeah. Right. You know, everyone looks so serious. What's yeah. going on, you know? Then I get into, like, my mum's now living in Stonebridge, no longer with my dad. Oh my had God. another child, my brother, and a, a, a younger sister. 
So I get to Stonebridge and I'm like, oh my God, this is like a bloody prison. Garnet to Stonebridge, it's real. This is like 1981, all you see is a blocks of flats. Yeah. I remember my mum was trying to get catalogues and they would say, oh no, you have to give it to your friend's address in Queen's Park. Because they wouldn't send stuff. Because they wouldn't send this blacklisted, the ambulance wouldn't even come. No. It was crazy. Yeah. Then, what a shock. That must have been such a culture shock It was. Shock I just you. kept, you know, every day I cried and I'd be just mm. trying to get out of the door to say, please, I just want to go back. Send me really, back. I can't oh. stay here. And I think because I got here in November and school didn't oh. start till January. It was a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Ghana is busy. It's, you know, but yeah, it's busy but with joy. It's not, it, it's not busy. With, this place was busy, but busy with sadness almost. It's yeah. Like, and I felt like the government just probably just plunged them all together in one place they did used to do that because when mm. makita was little they they sent us to live in white city but i know the vibe mm. you're talking about because she was born in 84 yeah so 84 we were living in white city, city. similar vibe mm. just you just feel like you're under yeah quite a kind of heavy boot it's honestly and for me i don't know that all i know is like kind of joyful playing outside mm. connectivity yeah. connecting you mm. know we'll meet our friends after school we go to church there was mm. all Always joy, always sharing. So yeah. when did things start to turn? When did you start to fall in love? Because I, you I know think, what London's like. It gets yeah, you. It gets yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, I love like, it now. Yeah. But, I mean, you know I mean? but I think I only sort of um, started liking it. Obviously, I was bullied a lot as well because I had an accent, walked into school, my hair was short. And everyone's like, are you African? Are you boo-boo? Are you from the jungle? People kicking oh you, spitting on you. <gasps> yeah, it was spitting crazy. Spitting on you. I mean, just literally really treating you like rubbish. Like This is our other black kids as yes. well, right? So kids from Caribbean yes. homes? Yeah, so this is yeah. what I was going to say. In my yeah. era, in the early 90s, being mm. in primary school and stuff, the African kids were tortured, yeah. tormented by the whole school. But can but you imagine the 10 years kids. before that, right, in yeah. the 80s? That right. was even harder. Because mm. even, do you know what was the worst thing as well? Like, I know some of the kids... Surname and it sounded Ghanaian like right. Guatin or something. And I'd be like, Are you from Ghana? No, I'm not. Yeah. And you're like, But honestly, you, you look like me and your name is definitely Ghanaian, but they didn't even want to know me either. Yeah. And what made it worse also was when the teachers took me and some other kids from Bangladesh and they'll put us into another room. They'll call it like language centered. I'm like, I can speak English. Why do I, why do I need to go into language center? Oh but you know, you're 11 years old. Right. You're like, language center. center. Yeah. They're not even so, trying. So, because to... we were othered, mm. that gave the other students Permission. more ammunition. And the attacks were like... Yeah, so nobody wants to be in the special no. class, do they? Can I ask, would Caribbean kids be put in that language? language? No. But see, this is But this I is think what I mean. was... oh, if it was a Caribbean kid that came from the Caribbean at the same time as me, maybe... Right, but they're all black British. Yeah, yeah but they were all like... And also, I think just the way I looked, short hair... Yeah. They all had the bright, dark-skinned... Yeah, dark-skinned. They all had the cornrows with the beads. I also remember you saying that you... That in Ghana at the time, everyone as yes. kids to focus on schoolwork was yeah, encouraged right. and stroke told to have only two inch long yeah, hair. Yeah. So everyone right. looked kind of army like the yeah, same. Yeah, we all looked the same and nobody really, vanity wasn't a thing. It was just like, who's going to be first at this? Who's going to be, yeah, it was right. achievement. It was about your skills, your ability, yeah. your knowledge. That's what they wanted from us. So... And you went home and you played. You didn't even think about, oh, my hair is short. Yeah, no, of course. And if you look at all African kids, like the boy and the girl all look the same. 
So honestly, Charlotte, that is a lot of yeah. big change for like a little kid to go through. When you're going through, you don't even know. You're just no. like, I just need to survive. Yeah. So just when I, I have a fight and then obviously, you know, won the fight, everyone's like, oh, you're amazing. <laughs> Sorry, then the t- obviously, <laughs> I won the fight. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, obviously, I think the F. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Yeah, obviously, obviously, I won. Yes, thank you. I mean, because you're going to get pushed so far. Exactly. And then, and then, then you're like, listen, I just need to just... I'm over. It's over. I'm really? going to tell you who I really am. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But you don't think like that. You're just like... No, you, know, you snap. So, Yeah. So then it stopped. And then <sighs> I started making friends. Life was right. becoming nice. I'm enjoying schoolwork. You know, we'll have our school discos. Everyone got to dress up. You're kind of in now. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, she's cool. What did you start doing with your hair at this point? And then point? my mum started braiding it and threading it. Well, the threading, I got bullied for that. So we switched from the threading. Can you explain what threading is to people? So threading know? is when you use cotton. It's a form of like braiding. And you, you kind of do like shapes. geometric shapes. Mm. And you can turn them into like... You can twist Different. it yeah. and do it. So it's almost like it's wired. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I mean, I, I got laughed at for the same hairstyle I did for Erica Badu in 2017. And everyone's like, oh my God, this is amazing. And you're like, wow. You're like, this has gone viral. I'm like, oh my God. I Late went so, as usual. I went, I went through so much pain for the same hair, but now it's like it's fashion. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Your daughter is 22. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you're living in a completely different landscape in this country. Yeah. Brought up where I was brought up in yeah. Lambert Grove, mm-hmm. but with a very different experience, I think, yeah. because of just you see so much more. Because mm-hmm. I would always look at Americans mm. when I was very young, just to, as guidance of like, mm. not even like hairstyles. I was just watching SWV and yeah. TLC and, any, and the, hanging with Mr. Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> anything to Cosby just show, show yeah, 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 just what they were up to. And, just, yeah. and also just a world where their hair was sort of 
have celebrated a bit more. Yeah. Was, you know, also, it on. was like black people just doing stuff. Yeah. yeah. They weren't like necessarily being black. No, they were no. just yeah, doing it was about, stuff. It was nothing to do. Fighting with their mom yeah. or going to school. Yeah, yeah Mr. You Cooper know. was just a basketball coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, was, it was a very, actually, when I think about it, it was really black excellence that time. Yes. You yes. know, in America. Was, yeah, in America. We had different strokes. We had all of these shows that really made you feel like, oh my God, I I used to love watching the kids of Degrassi Street. And like, there was so, it was such a mix of every kind of person. Mm -hmm. There was so much other things. Once I... You could turn to Yes. Yeah, that you could draw from. So is that where you were looking when you started to do hair? America? Yeah, I think it was more when my... Mum used to do my hair, my sister's saying, and... Um, sadly for me, my mum passed away when I was 13. Mm, so, yeah, oh, that was really hard. So I, I felt like I became a bit of a mum to my sister who was three. Yeah. And I would do her hair. So I think a lot of the shows and the magazines were like my joyful time because I look at them and think, oh, I could do this. This, this woman looks happy. Mm-hmm. You know, she looks nice. And those, like that inspiration and the fashion and the fancy of trying to create it, took me out of my own misery and my grief. Mm-hmm. So it made me really happy doing hair. Mm-hmm. So I naturally just... Stepped towards yeah. that. And then when um, the careers officer came to my school at 15, I was like, yeah, I think I want to do hairdressing. We were fortunate that we got into one of the first black salons to open in the UK, Splinters. Splinters! So I've never heard about Splinters. No, no. we are obsessed. Really? I was we like, need to create a Splinters. What is Splinters? Splinters. It was on Maddox Street. In town. In town. In London, in, in town. Listen, three floors, I three hear. Three floors. How Winston, did we not know Winston about this? Isaacs, special man, amazing human, came from Guyana at the age of 10. People flew in from everywhere. This salon was like the epic centre. It's a bit like what I've got, but on mine is obviously just one small floor, but... Can you imagine? Charlotte like, Mensa times three <laughs> floors. I, I mean, don't understand yes, how was, I did not did know about really? this. I didn't know nothing. With your young child so where, where did you where did you guys go? Nowhere. Well, you, the city so you probably had your aunties and mums doing it. <laughs> no, that. my aunties and mums weren't here. They were all over the do place. Do you know what? Others This is okay. So that was cool too. This is why because we don't have a great relationship when it comes to like my hair because I've been through right I've just always wanted to talk about it I was always unhappy yeah. with it and I now know that I think it's probably very hurtful yeah not just as a mum like my kid doesn't like their hair but to see your child um, disregard such a huge part of themselves yeah. for so yeah. long so I know that's why you're like I don't want to talk about this for so long because it was a negative conversation I don't mm. say I don't want to talk <laughs> about <laughs> it this is her <laughs> narrative your okay. energy tells me oh. <laughs> she was like true. we should talk to Charlotte about how she talks with her daughter about hair I was like yeah I'm sure it's very I think. I think for me, like when Makita started to reject her hair, yeah. that was like watching my child reject herself. Oh, and it's like watch, you know, when you watch your kid making the mistakes yeah. you've already made, yeah. it's really that is a yeah. difficult and painful yeah. thing to watch, isn't it? Because yeah. you wanna change it because yeah. you know how that's gonna make them feel mm-hmm. and you know it's like no 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 don't do that, don't yeah. do that, do that. Yeah. It's a really but that way disaster lies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But so, they do say experience is the best teacher. Yeah, well, you have to it? let them yeah. get it. You have to let them do it for themselves. Yeah. So it was so for me, I think what you pick up on is that it was difficult for me to hear you talk like that. Not mm. that I didn't want to mm. hear yeah. it. <laughs> if you see what I mean. I yeah. just found it painful. Mm. You know, that's oh. all. That's all I think. It is it's a lot. Because even with me, like, like I said, like all that bullying and, 
you know, being shamed about my hair and everything. Mm. It was, it was weird sometimes when I think like, how did I even end up doing hair? Because right. I was, I was traumatized by my own hair and how I looked. And now I'm in this beauty industry. So it's, it's almost like sometimes your steps are ordained. Like, and also 100%. the fact that you have been through it, I think is really important. Yeah. Because it means that you have an empathetic you connection have, yes. to the people you're and talking to. Yeah. You yeah. understand yeah. how important hair can yeah. be to someone. It's so deep. It's so deep. Like I just did um, this interview with a young girl that I met from Sweden. She, she came to me at the age of 13 from Sweden to get her hair done. And she was bullied as well because she was the only mixed race child in her whole town. And she was like, you know, when she came to me, she's never even had a conversation with a black person before. (gasps) Honestly, I'm going to post it today. I cried when we just documented. We went all the way to Ghana to film some of it. So it's 27 years of our life together. And now she's like a huge photographer going around the whole world photographing black women, Africans. Oh, wow. Wow. What a story. Yeah, it's so deep. And she was how old when you met her? 13. She's going to be 40. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and the way she wrote the story, it was like, oh, my God. But I I, I really understand that. I was just saying before you came that, that, you know, um, our beautiful producer, T, said to us, just quickly, in one minute, explain all your hairstyles. And me and mum both did it. And then I realised that the ones we both ended on, that we Mm. landed on, when mum shaved her head and when I started plucking my hair again, was the months prior to both of our careers going, stratospheric but it was really interesting it was like because there is it opens you up to who Mm, you can be when you start to like who you are exactly hair is very very important but it's also like your spiritual mind your emotions your everything is all kind of aligned connected yeah i feel like the hair is so powerful like in the bible you have samson all his strength right in places like Ghana, like I remember when my 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 um, brother passed away and his wife, she had to have all her hair shaved off, and she didn't and want to. And her hair to. was long. That's different. But that was the tradition. You have to let go and all of this stuff. It's a ritual. You have to be like that for like two years. So it's part of the grieving process. Wow, that's yeah. very interesting to yeah. me. Yeah, because for me, shaving my head was very liberating. Yeah, and I think there was a lot of sad. You know, I carried yeah. a lot of sadness. sadness. Yeah, you know, I lost my brother. Yeah. I went through all sorts of yeah. weird things, and I feel you saying that yeah. made me go, "Oh my god." Yeah, maybe that's why it was so liberating. It, me. it was like divesting yeah. myself of all of and this also baggage. The hair that we're all carrying is old. Honestly, the yeah. hair maybe just two three inches from the roots to all the rest dead all the rest dead and we're just we're using creams and potions to make it nice but actually it's like our nails we're always filing it off it's like your plants you prune it you get rid of all it but the way we were sort of brainwashed to think that we needed to look a certain way to to be beautiful as black women we have this attachment to hair that nobody else has. Nobody Absolutely. else has. Nobody so you else don't else touch has. a black woman's hair, don't mess with it, don't even... <laughs> but also it's because know. of what yeah, we've been through, through with it, yeah. I think. That leads me to what I wanted to ask you about, yeah. which was I wanted to talk about how important I think it's been to see Charlotte Mensa, you know, Inc., as the brand, yeah. which is a word used, you know, too flippantly mm. these days, but you really have created the something. The word brand, yeah. Yes, yeah. you really have created something very special, Charlotte. And what I love is that it's made... 
the black British beauty industry have sophistication mm. and sort of that luxury feel and it feels organised mm. and looked after and powerful and powerful yeah. and all these things that I don't think that we get to align with our industry mm. which is worth billions isn't yes. it worth billions? Billions. Billions. But when I still I still find it traumatic because mm. sometimes I like my hair a bit longer and yeah, I'll put some, I love it. Um, blonde bits in the bottom so mm. I don't want to bleach my Your hair own after hair, it yeah. took this bloody long. Yeah. And when I go to shop for hair, it is traumatic. Mm. It's like, here we go. Yeah. And it's because it's run by people that aren't us mm. and they don't care. For you putting the, um, making that chart in your yeah. book about the different textures yeah. and the different ways our hair can look rather mm. than fix this awful problem. That was huge, I think, for everyone. Definitely mm. my generation, everyone was like, oh my God. Mm. Suddenly everyone was asking themselves questions yeah. about like, which one are you? Yeah. Did you find out if you're forcing yeah. it? Yeah. This is seismic change. I still go around East London to huge places. Like these places are massive and you yeah. still, it's still B17 yeah. and a box under the desk. <laughs> I love it. B17. B17. One B. Oh yeah, one B. <laughs> One V, the bane of my life, going in like this with the shakes. Like, do you have one B no. in, in a blah blah color? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. maybe. Yeah. And then they're literally like uh, in the bin, yeah. some dusty old. And you're like, the if there was a yeah. chart yeah. with an organized level yeah. of your curl, the curl yeah. you're looking for, and the color. That would be a powerful change mm. in the way we see yeah. um, how looking after ourselves, how important yeah. it is. It's literally like, why are you looking after yourself? I've got your hair under the fucking desk. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I do, I do. Yeah. I mean, even the idea that there could have been a shape and a direction for mm. me to reference yeah. as being black and beautiful Before, when I yeah. was growing up yeah. is complete anathema to me. Mm. It just didn't exist, mm -hmm. you know. We know I would get like Jackie magazine, yeah. you know, which was like my favourite yeah. tea magazine. Mandy. Man, but yes, yeah. or Bunty, all Bunty. of them. Wow, well, that sounds yeah. like there are no black people in there. <laughs> I mean, definitely not. none. And if they'd, they'd go, this is every type of English yeah. girl. And there'd be loads of white girls with blonde hair yeah, to dark long, brown yeah. hair. And that would be well, a lot, do you know it. what I mean? Or they'd yeah. have like a colour chart of the mm. lips. There was never any reflection of myself no, anywhere no. so I think that's you know when I come back to the idea of rejecting yourself mm. rejecting yourself because there was never any notion that anything I could ever look like mm. had beauty and I'm not talking about being pretty no I'm talking about owning yourself yes. and feeling like you have the right to be, yeah. to exist, exactly. and to want things for yourself. That's, yes. what, the, that's what beauty is, yes, really, isn't yes. it? It's yeah, like yeah. feeling empowered, empowered to be yourself. Mm. You know, that just wasn't a thing for me. Yeah. Thank you. Is what, oh, we, yeah. is what we mean is thank you. It's vital because <laughs> yeah. I just think about how different it's going to be. Yeah, for the next... For this next yeah, generation. You know, when yeah. they walk down the high street and they see clothes shops, mm. H&M or whatever, and they're like dark-skinned yeah. black girls. Right, yeah. Everyone. One. All shades Everyone. of, uh, you know, Asian girls yeah. and Chinese Can you imagine girls. Imagine, man well. mankind. Yes, yes mankind. all of us. Yeah. All yeah. of us displayed. And in, uh, in a way, I've always thought, but it's just bad business. Yeah. Don't they realise how many of us there are? And how much money there is to be yeah. made. I don't understand. Look after us and mm. we can all, you know. We'll spend our money. We yeah. love spending yeah. money. <laughs> we spend the money when it's under the, the, under the desk. But in yeah. a dusty but box. But I think also we're more confident now as well to like stand on our own two feet. And say what we and want. And say what we want. Ask for you what know. we want. Yeah, and ask for what we want. Because I think years ago, it's like, there was nobody that you can even say, oh my God, there's Charlotte Mentor. Or there's this person, yeah. there's Andy, there's Mikita. I can be like them. 
You didn't see it. So, like you said, the next generation, it's going to be fire. Yeah, it's going to be fire. It makes me sad when I think about it, but it's like, you know, we have been willing in historically yeah. for our health to suffer yeah. in pursuit of this like sort of Eurocentric Centric. beauty yeah. paradigm. You know what I mean? It's like our health, our mental health, yeah. our physical health, burning Everything. our scalps, or you know, know. bleaching yeah. our skin, trying to trying, trying to <laughs> well, bend that, ourselves. I don't know. I think that thing is the psychological. Because this bleaching thing, sometimes when I'm in Ghana, I'm like, what are you so people what doing? What do you mean? For? Does it like, still I, exist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time, big time, Hugely. big time. I, I saw mean, a lady the other day, uh, she was a model, yeah. a dark skinned model. She was like all kind of colour yeah. and she bleached her skin oh, so much. And it, you could see it. It, was, it yeah. really literally brought a tears to yeah. my eyes because she was going, but I'm, it's like having a weave. And I was thinking, no, no this is deeper. It's a TV that this, time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is deeper than yeah, having a weave. Deeper. I'm sorry, right? But you're, you're literally but Andy, taking But do you off. know what? I've realised that there's a lot of generations, like the grandmother did it, the mum did mm-hmm. it, and the kids. So it's like a ritual in their families. When yeah. you try and talk about it, like I've seen people when I'm in Ghana, like last year, then I'll see them at Christmas. I'm like, what happened to you? Like Beyonce now. Oh, right. And it's so, so awful. It's and it looks raw. It looks it like looks the skin hurts. looks thin. Like, yeah. That's what I mean. It looks we like will the skin is weeping. Yes. It's deep. real brainwashing. Yeah, it's it real is. deep brainwashing. And I, you know, I'm really so hopeful for the, yeah. for the next generation coming up. But I think also up. a lot of the stuff was coming from like back home even. Like for you to get a really good job, you have to yes. be like light skin or... Of course. They will not give... Do you know what I mean? So I think in their head, same it's in like, the Caribbean. Same yeah, in the Caribbean. The if you same, went into you the, bank, the back, everybody yeah. in there had like you know the yeah, good hair or yeah. whatever they used to call it, mm. the good hair and lighter skin yeah. and American tan tights, yeah. like that <laughs> color. You know, in that heat, I'm yeah. like, oh, that's got a chafe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Knowing all this, is it inform kind of the way you want to do things next? What do you want mm. to do next, Charlotte? Do you know what? I I love education. I love teaching people. Because um, you have a charity. Yeah, mm. and I love people just to be able to help themselves because teach them that professionalism, that standard, so mm-hmm. they can help themselves. And then the next generation, they could teach them. And I would love to do more documentaries. Like I did one for CNN and I loved it. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, I love traveling as well. Yeah. Was yeah. it about hair? and? Yes, yeah, about hair history. and helping the women. So oh. what happened with the charity was I'll be going back and forth to Ghana and some What's of these young girls. Yeah, it's called, it's named after my mum, Love Nardenswa. Oh. Yeah, so her name's Love and her Ghanaian name is Nardenswa, which is named after Thank the river, a very powerful river actually. Mm. So I named the charity after her. And I think during the pandemic, I spent a lot of time in Ghana, so I took it more serious then. Mm-hmm. And I set up a small little workshop under a tree. And these girls would message me on Instagram and, and we'd get together. We started with like three. Now we have like eighteen. Wow! One of one of them just opened her first shop. Yes. Oh my yes. goodness! Yeah, yeah, it's That's been it. so good. So, so this is she's in doing service. Yeah. Yes. So it's like that. You know that giving back. Yeah. But I learned so much from them as well because you meet some of them at 16, they've got like three kids. Oh, my God. oh it's tough. I think that's a really it's good tough. point, actually, that people talk a lot about like I'm giving back and yeah. I think it's so important to live in that way. Yeah. But actually, what can we learn from exactly. the lives they, from, from other yeah. people, other people's experiences yes. and other people's and, lives? And the thing is, 
that um you know having kids young and whatever is because of poverty yes because you know course. their parents oh this man is nice he's got a good job is bringing some food on the table for the yeah. fa family yeah. and the thing the is if you don't break that cycle those the 16 yeah. year old the two kids they're going to be the same. the same so by you giving them some skills some tools to actually stand on their own two feet and say yeah. look i actually don't need to go with this man i'll yeah. take my time meet the right person yeah and start my life then so i feel it gives them that power yeah and they've seen me as well who's come from Ghana exactly. and made something of my life so yeah. they know it's possible so how do you because this isn't really interesting to me like mm -hmm. you said Makita the word brand is yes. bandied around yeah. so much now but yeah. how do you turn an idea into, into form and then turn that into actual personal empowerment and something very real do you know what I, I don't sometimes I don't even know how all these things happen <laughs> <I> <laughs> But it's, yeah, it's because you didn't have like, rolling with it. Yeah, not even just rolling with it, but I think I've always been quite business savvy anyway. Yeah. Like, I remember when I was first like a junior stylist, I used to travel a lot to Italy and a friend of mine, she used to always buy for like Liberty and stuff. Fun. And then we'll go together and I'll buy a couple of shoes, a couple of bags and I'll sell it to the clients just for like extra because sometimes the hair is slow. Yeah. People are not getting their hair done. So I think I've always been a bit of like... Hustler. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like I was like, that, that sounds know. like a major side yeah. hustle. <laughs> <laughs> so like, and like, you know, when they clients came to get their hair done, they'd be like, okay, I love your shoes. And I'd be like, oh, I've got... I've got some. Do you want to yeah, buy it? Yeah, so buy one. But yeah. that's why, yeah. I think, because obviously we also need to talk yeah. about the brand, this and yeah. that, but your product. Yeah. Oh my God. I Ah, oh, the pomade. I yeah, everyone... I, was, I mean, so I have a whole stuff for your mom. No, like, I seriously... We no, need no, to no, get no. her in that. We that need... new product. Oh, you're going to be You need to tell me. Salt scrub. Salt scrub You're going to love it. I do need to talk to you because I'm thinking about growing it back. We said this, We did. We did. Really? You got such beautiful face. I think I'm ready like, yeah, for hair again. So and now stunning. we know what you let go of when you yeah, shaved it. Yeah. It's time to bring in that new yeah. batch. Oh my god, I might cry. It's gonna be deep. Oh, it's gonna oh, be but so I'll deep. talk to you after because <laughs> I have a plan. Just okay, okay. <laughs> Product. I think maybe with your side hustling acumen, the way you approach things, mm. that that's why so early we have books and we yeah. have products yeah. and the salon mm. and, and the charity. Yeah. I think it's great. She's a dodgy dealer yeah. as well. It's, maybe it's a Gemini why, thing. Oh, you Gemini? Yeah. When's your birthday? May 22nd. Oh, Ooh. shut up. I'm the 26th. I'm serious. We dodgy said it. Geminis. <laughs> That's what you're. There's four of you dodgy bitches here. <laughs> You've got to keep it moving. We've got to keep I it moving. I never do one thing. Me I always too. have a few yeah. things going on. If yeah. I do one thing, I get a bit unsettled. Yeah. It's not it's like natural I mean, to me. I always... Still come back to the hair, but I yes. like doing lots and lots. There's of a root, yeah. But then I like to That's like right. you know little and, things. And you kind out. of make it all work because you do it with so much love. Because they will come to me and say, "How do you do it? You always seem so lively." So and I'm like, because I love it. Yeah. I, I don't see this as you know. I when I made money, good. If I don't, I'm still okay. Still okay. It's something in my heart that is giving me joy. Yeah. I love seeing people happy. I love laughing. Transforming a moment Transforming for another moment. person. Like you do it with your hair. I do it with food. food. You know, and it's it's, it gives me such joy, joy to put something in front of someone. I see them take yeah. the first bite and their face changes. Isn't I'm like, it? yeah. Yes. 
I, I do love skipping. Yeah. I do it with skipping. You do yeah. it with oh, I can't wait for us to do the skipping. That's next. Because I want us to do it with the charity. Yeah. Oh, so I, it's oh going to be amazing. God. I would love that. Bring oh, ropes. We'll do it under the tree in Ghana. Oh, you my know, God. You know what I wanted, to, I wanted to talk about, actually, is your tenacity. Oh. Because, I, I mean, honestly, we did our research yeah. before you were coming. And when I found out that when you first went down Portobello, when this was in the 90s, yeah, right? Yeah, the 90s. And you were trying to rent a shop. They watched, you couldn't get a shop. No, no one would give you a shop. This was what I'm talking about, 1996. This is the my other son, day, I okay. I had my son on, in 1992. He's, Do you know what? I tried and tried and tried. They were like, oh, he's gone. And I'm like, but the sign is still up. Right. So I had to get a white friend to ring up. The shop that I'm in now. What to say that we, you, they were actually interested? Yes. Whoa. And that's, and that's how we, you got it. But before that, I was in a business centre because I couldn't get the shop. How they see you now? How they know exactly who's like, that miss that shop. money. <laughs> That's like oh. pretty woman, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. big mistake. No, I just think to myself, but I've already been in business. I've mm. been in the business centre. I have a business plan. You know what you're doing. I've got my own money. I've got money from the bank. Why can't I have the shop? We just went back for um, in the summer. My yeah. mum's been making a TV show about yeah. the uh, area, different communities, communities around England. Yeah. And then did one about yeah. Grove. And then she was like, look, if we're going to do Labbert Grove, I've got to do it with my kids. Yes. Talk about what happened. And we were so surprised by how much community we found. Yes. I was really yeah. happy and I yeah. was really relieved because oh. I was like, I don't know what it's going to be like going yeah. back because I don't know anyone yeah. there anymore. There was and then we were up in Goldbourne and yeah, by Goldbourne. Trellick. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. the spirit is alive it and is well. It is very alive there. Very it much is. so. That's one thing about that area, though. There is that connection. There is that connection. I was just so pleased that it was still there because that part of that mm. area grew me and kept mum alive. Like, yeah. That's Community, that community, yes. that the way it was there, yeah, the, the, you know, like you're saying, Tabernacle, mm. Portobello, that market, that sort of Acklam, Acklam. I was talking about even just like you know, you know, Carnival, like under the um, the Westway, under the Westway, Carnival, yeah, yeah. oh god, oh, yeah, 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 Mastermind, a Mastermind Carnival, how did we never shack out a Carnival yeah. together? <laughs> so we must have done. We must have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my that God, was the time. And also, like, basically, even go into sub subterranea. Oh my God, Benny! I was left at home, but I remember. I know that's where she was going. I mean, that was that was the thing. I saw Bootsy Collins playing subterranea. I remember dancing with Foxy Brown and just like be like, oh my God. And it was like, people were just happy. It wasn't all just taking pictures every no, minute. just got on they with it. They were involved with like chatting to you. Hey, girl. Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. It was the oh best. It was it the was best. I really give a... thanks for that. Honestly. To my youth honestly, sort of thing. Honestly. And you being there like, around that time mm. in that neighbourhood. Yeah. Because it really gave me heart energy. It did. And actually, the way you do your work. Now I understand now more. Now I get it. That's yeah. why I feel like I know you yeah. so well. Yeah. Even though I don't know you that yeah. well. But now I do. But I do. Like I know you. Like when yeah. even Makita yes. came, I was like, "Your mom, honestly, she's just the best." And like, <laughs> I feel like we're just so similar. Yeah, from two people. Yeah, out here working hard to do things in this world for ourselves and other people, and to you, who I feel oh, see doing yes. all that beautiful work. Just thank you for coming to our thank table you. today. Sister, I love this. Sister. I feel. I feel like it can go on. I've come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't want it to end. It doesn't need to end. They can stop recording. No, we can stay amazing. here. We can stop right here. Oh my God. And I'm going to pack up food for your daughter. Yeah. Now we can start well. that relationship that we all think
think we've had already. Already. We, we, that really? I felt like we are all part of a movement. Oh. And that felt really good. Do you know what I mean? That felt really good. Like what she said about watching our films and the work that we do. I feel the same about watching her and the work that she does. So it felt like being part of the change that's happening in this country that is all embracing and all encompassing, you know, despite what certain factions may have us thinking believe. about or want want us to believe yep. this country is on the turn for the good yep. in so many ways and it made me feel like we are all part of that good and that shift and nobody can't tell us no different no it's a bit like unstoppable time isn't it yes. so for me meeting someone like charlotte and having her around our table and in our home it makes me realize that it really is from the roots up what you do. The That's fact that she change happens. Yes, the, she started this incredible charity mm. under a tree. I know. With three people. Named after her mum, who's oh, called Love. I love. mean, just, she says things and I go, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want, I'm going to let her grow my hair. This is a big deal. I know it is. And also, I think you were waiting for the right hands yeah. to do it with, yeah. you know? She was talking to me. She kept looking at my head, right? Mm. <laughs> I think she's. I think we found. She's looking around, and I can see she really wants to get involved with my head. I'm gonna let her do it. Okay. All right. Big things. This is huge. Big things. All right. So this time next year, we'll know that today was the day you decided to grow your hair. Watch this uh, head. With watch this head (laughs) under the safe guidance and protection of Charlotte Charlotte Mensah. You are ready to grow your hair, and that's that's what she does. See, you're in. I'm in. Sold. That's how she got 500 customers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.